What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship, and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks, and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Palm, accompanied by co-host Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. And today we have a really special guest. And guys, listeners, this is just so you know ahead of time because I don't want to, you know, overpromise and underdeliver. This is really going to be a conversation that y'all just get to listen to because we all got questions. Right? Y'all. We all got all the questions for Julia, that. right? <laughs> and so um, Julia's actually OG. So for those who don't know, when uh, Pocket Advisor first launched in January of 2021, um, I connected with Julia on Instagram. I guess that had to be, right? The power of the internet. Yeah. I was like, yo, you're cool. And you talk about really fun stuff. And I think our community could benefit from this. And uh, she obliged and ultimately was one of the OG original content creators uh, for what is now known as the Melanin Millionaires Club. So Julia has been providing game for the longest. Her and Jacqueline did the joint class. Um, dang, it was like probably middle of last year or something. And just time flies. But anyways, more of the story is we love Julia and we had to get on the podcast. We're supposed to do this like last September at a financial conference, but uh, nonetheless, we are here and we are excited. And I'm actually glad that we're doing it now because I mean, whoa, right? Before we got on this podcast, we just glanced at her Instagram and we're like, well, who is this person with 160,000 followers and all the consistent reels? And it's funny because she'll, you know, say such gracious things like we're her uh, inspiration or mentors or whatever, whatever, whatever she says. I'm looking I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. what's, what's that movie? I'm the captain now. Yeah, right, 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 right. We love but, to see um, it. We love to see it. Yeah. I mean, I love the growth. And we're going to talk about all things, you know, on this podcast. Obviously, we're going to talk a lot a bit about a lot about uh, just how you're able to leverage this credit card reward system. I mean, it's just, it's Don't very fast. understand right? it. I'm good at math. It's so fast. Like, <laughs> well, welcome, <laughs> Julia. Audio when you like, when, when it's like the calculator sound and you calculate them, I'm trying to, how <laughs> 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 yeah. Remember when, um, not, and not to go on a tangent, we go, Julia, we want you to introduce yourself, but remember like when, I thought like booking points to like the website was like what you're supposed to do. Like that's, that's amateur hour, bro. Like, what are you doing? So Julia, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people and we'll, we'll, we'll take it from there. Hey everybody, my name is Julia. I'm the host of the GeoBreeze Travel Podcast. I also run the GeoBreeze Travel Instagram account where I teach people to travel for next to no cost on miles. And I know a lot of listeners here are entrepreneurs and business owners. So that gets you some access to some next level tricks that we're going to talk about today because that's really the way to get a ton of free travel, especially business class travel, first class travel, super fancy hotels that you don't have to pay for. You just pay your bills like normal and then you get to travel for free. You're speaking Man. my love language. Speaking, talking spicy and speaking my love language. All right, so to Carter, to your point, I had a very similar experience. I was like, well, yeah, I got my Amex Platinum and I spend money on it and I get points. And she's like, that's cool. I mean, but then apparently there's a whole other universe, right? So today we are going to learn how it's done. So Julia, if you could please just like, again, I know you've done this probably several times, but like, how did you even get introduced to the world of rewards points and, and points travel? Just like, just let us know how you got into this whole space. Is you in yeah. the hubs, right? Sorry? Is you in the hubs, right? Yeah, my husband's in it too. So he came home from work one day and was like, hey, somebody at work was talking about this thing called FIRE, like financial independence, retire early. You might like these blogs. He was not aware of how deep I was going to dive in 2017 when I was like, so I read all of the blogs and now we have to set up our index funds and now we have to do all this. So that got us on the path to financial independence. And as I was reading through all these blogs, there were people claiming that they were traveling for next to no cost, just using credit card rewards points. And my first reaction was the same as most people's first reactions, which is, this is a scam. Like these people are getting scammed because they're applying for all of these credit cards 
and getting points and using them to travel for free, but that has to have some like really bad consequences for these people, right? But the more that I researched it, as long as you follow two simple rules, then you're gonna be fine. So rule number one, do make sure that you are paying off all of your credit card bills in full every month, preferably automatically. That way you don't have to pay any interest on these cards. Don't do this hobby if you are not in a position yet to pay off all of your bills in full. If so, go to one of the other episodes about how to become financially independent, all of those things. This, this game is for people who can pay off their bills in full every month. Just think of it as a debit card, except you have 30 days to pay it instead of having to pay it on the spot. So that's rule number one. Set up your payments automatically in full every month. Rule number two, do not buy random things that you do not want or need just to earn more points. Don't look at a coat and be like, oh, that's a cute $500 coat that I don't need, but I want 500 points. Don't do that. Instead, we're going to talk about some strategies for how you can level up your points game really quickly just by doing some strategic timing of things rather than just spending money that you don't have. Mm, fascinating. So Carter, I, I bet you can resonate with this as a, our resident tax expert, because there's so many different tax strategies that people can leverage. But I'm imagining one of the things you tell people is like, hey, look, don't just do conservation easement or all this stuff if, if you're not actually going to benefit from it. Because sometimes some of these strategies, some of the things you can do, it ends up being, the, as they say, the juice isn't worth the squeeze, if you will. Right. Ooh, so ooh, I, I know one. I know one. Going to buy a vehicle going to buy a vehicle that you can write off, but you didn't actually make any money in your business. So you don't even yeah, I mean, yeah, it's write like off. The simplest thing I tell people, don't spend a dollar to save 40 cents, right? Like, you know, if you have a 40% tax or don't spend a dollar, you still spent the dollar. And to Julia's point, like number one, as the Melody Money Show, we want to let everybody know to use credit. If you're going to use credit card, make sure you have the money to pay it off. And number two, like don't spend money that you don't have just to get points. And I'm kind of guilty of doing that. Cause I'm like, yo, if I buy this, it's a two X. I don't really need it. But, um, so thank you for uh, clarifying that for me. Um, okay. So we got the basic two steps now. Right. And I think we're all, okay. We, we all good there. Right. We know with the melanin money crew, we're all, we all, we all got the two down. Check. Now, yeah. What's up? What you said? Check. Okay. Check, 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 check. Cool. So now how do we take it? to the next level, because I'm looking at your like page, I see 54X, you just left the country, you didn't pay anything, right? You and your husband, right? Yeah, we went to Greece, our business class flights were covered by points. So we transferred American Express points, flew Air Canada on the way there in business class, flew Turkish Airlines in business class on the way back. All of our hotels were paid for with points or free night certificates. And a lot of people, think that the way to get status is, oh, are you staying in hotels all the time? Are you flying all the time to get these statuses? But the way that you get most of your points is going to be through credit card spend. And most of those points are going to come from the sign-up bonus on the credit card. So most credit cards, they're going to have an offer that says, earn 50,000 points, 60,000 points, some number of points if you spend a certain amount of minimum spend in the first three months. So some offers might be something like, Earn 80,000 points if you spend $4,000 in the first three months of having the card open. For most people, that's where the majority of your points are going to come from. So every quarter or so, you're just going to open a new card, meet the sign-up bonus, stick that in the drawer, and then go on to a next card and just rotate through every few months to get these sign-up bonuses. That being said, um, we'll get into it later of like, do you ever close cards? And what do you do with all of these after you just stick them in a drawer? But if you're just going for two to four cards a year at a steady pace, you will earn enough points for most people to just travel and get a couple really, really nice vacations for free just from earning, I don't know, 200,000 points, 250,000 points a year. That can go really, really far for free travel. Do you know what's perfect about that in my mind? Like two really nice vacations. For anybody who is working a job, you only get, what, two, two and a half weeks of vacation anyways. So to be able to leverage this free option to get a completely paid nice vacation, why would you not take the opportunity? Absolutely. Right, right. 
What's up, guys? Have you ever been just like chilling on the couch and trying to find something to watch on Netflix and you're browsing, you're scrolling and you just can't seem to find anything that you either one haven't already watched or just doesn't seem that interesting? Well, I have the solution for you, because if you're listening to the Melanin Money show, then I know that you care about taking your financial life to the next level. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks. So instead of Netflix and chill, you can Financial Flicks and chill and you can find on-demand videos across personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship. And right now, you can test drive Financial Flicks for just a dollar by clicking the link in the show notes. Go to melaninmoney.com forward slash Financial Flicks and check out all of the on-demand videos we have, plus all the other features that you'll get access to by joining today. So my, my question comes from like, I think where people get a little bit intimidated is like, without context, right? You hear, get these points, transfer them here, do this, check this, get this card. So what is your, your system in your process for, for keeping up with all this? Right. And, and, and can you demystify the complexity of it? Because I know some people are like, well, I'm going to do is just spend my card, whatever the current credit card company offers me, I'm going to try to use that. And that's going to be that. Right. And honestly, that's been me. Like I Amex platinum is my travel card of choice and has, you know, some pretty good rewards, and, and I've never transferred points anywhere other than just using the points that I have eligible and using and tapping the Amex travel tab and or rewards tab and seeing what I can get. Right. So can you kind of demystify this for us? And then also like share your system, if you don't mind, with how you just keep up with all this stuff. A lot of people. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize she stopped recording. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so a lot of people will get a lot of different ads and a lot of different mailers sent to them being like, oh, get this Hilton card and get this Amex card, get this Chase card. And it's all very confusing. And then people do what I call shiny card syndrome, where you just apply for five different cards. And then suddenly you have points in a whole bunch of different currencies and you can't combine them into anything cool. Don't do that. You want to work backwards. So instead of starting with the cards, start with what's the travel you actually want to do for free. And then from there, you're going to research, okay, who even flies from my home airport to that city or that country? Like what airlines are doing that? And how much does it cost to fly that in points? And what kind of points do I need? So maybe you're going to need some chase points. Maybe it's Capital One, maybe it's Amex, um, maybe it's City. So working backwards that way and then being like, okay, I need 200,000 points to fly my family on this vacation. I'm going to need some American Express points, or I'm going to need some Capital One points. Let's work backwards and see which of the American Express transferable points cards or Capital One transferable points cards are running good promos or good bonuses right now. And let that determine what cards you apply for rather than just clicking on uh, whatever they send to you in your mailbox. Got it. So, So you reverse engineer where you want to go, what you want to do. And then from there, you can start to back into like, to your point, like the airline that travels to that destination from here. Okay. That, that, that makes sense. Now, I guess my other question is that's a great strategy. Um, but are there any, and maybe it's kind of like how I look at investing. I'm not married to any one company. I'm, I like the companies that are going to be profitable and be successful. And then when they're no longer serve me, I'll sell them. Right. But like in the cards rewards games, it kind of the same thing is, is there is, are, or are there like some go-to cards? It's like, you always want to have like these four cards. They're always going to be really great. Or is it just kind of like you just from year to year, determine what you want to do. Those are the cards you use and that's all that matters. So I generally recommend starting with the Chase Sapphire Preferred for a couple of reasons. One, Chase has something called the five over 24 rule, which means if you've applied for five or more cards in the last 24 months, they will just reject your next application. So a lot of people will grab five Chase cards before moving on to Amex City Capital One because you can grab five Chase cards, then move forward. But if you do it backwards where you grab five non-Chase cards and then try to go to Chase, they're going to reject you. So start with your Chase cards first. And then the Chase Sapphire cards are what we call gateway cards. You can combine points from a lot of different Chase cards that would normally just be cash back. So Chase Freedom Flex, Chase Freedom Unlimited, you can pool all of those into a Chase Sapphire account and use all of it for travel because the travel points are going to be much more useful and valuable to you rather than just cash back, which is about one cent per point. If you have the Chase Sapphire preferred, you can use it in the portal to get 1.25 cents per point. If you have the Chase Sapphire reserve, you can get 1.5 cents a point for value. 
But the real value is really when you leverage the different transfer partners of different airlines and hotels with the different credit cards, then you're going to get like four cents per point, 10. If you're doing one of those first class things, it's like 20 cents per point sometimes. So you can get uh-huh. some really, really good value by leveraging transfer partners. Okay. So this is where I get confused. We, we, we just went from like algebra to, to calculus real quick, right? This, this, is, why, this is where like personally for me, I, I hit the button of this is too complicated. I'm going to just pay extra money, right? And I don't think it needs to be like that. So you mentioned something that's, that's, that's very vital. You know, when you do cash back for cars, that's dollar for dollar, right? So if you got 125 that's $125, like whatever. But there are ways that if you use points within the portal of that respective credit card, you get more than just dollar for dollar, correct? If you use the portal, so for Chase, it's still going to be a set value that you're getting. It's just slightly more. You're going to get 1.25 cents instead of just one cent per point. But it's still going to be a locked in value because when you use the portal, it looks just like if you were to book through Expedia, except they're charging you points instead of money. Mm-hmm. And it's it's still just a multiplier for them. Where it varies and you can get a lot more value is once you start looking at different transfer partners. Talk about that. And so, how do you find, so how do you even know how to find the transfer partners, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's a web page out there. Recorded. You can listen to it at any time, Carter. Just <laughs> There's a web page out there. It's called the Thrifty Traveler Master Transfer Partner List. And so they'll say, okay, if you're Chase, here's all of the places you can transfer to. You can do United, Southwest, JetBlue, Iberia, British Airways, all of these different partners. If you have Amex points, you can transfer to ANA is the main one I use, or Air Canada, or Etihad, um, all of these transfer to Emirates. And so you can look at each flexible currency and see what you can use all of those for. You can also Venn diagram it backwards where you're like, okay, I need some Singapore points. Uh, Which cards give me Singapore points? Good news is pretty much all of them will transfer to Singapore Airlines. So that's how you figure out who can even go where. And then the next step, once you're like, okay, here's the map, then you want to figure out which of these map connections is actually valuable to use because sometimes it'll transfer to an airline that like doesn't go anywhere. Um, if something transfers to Egypt air, I hear that's not the best airline product. So you don't even want to fly that one. So just by reading different blogs, following different points, influencers, uh, listening to some of the different stories on the GeoFreeze travel podcast, you're going to learn which of the products people actually want to fly. And then you can reverse engineer from there. A few of them people really like Singapore suites or Singapore business class. Emirates is super popular. Q suites on Qatar is really popular. And JetBlue Mint is one of the best, nicest ways to fly across the U.S. transcontinentally from California to New York. So those are some that people really like. And there's a ton of hotels too. But that's where you start to get a lot of value and people focus on the airlines a ton. I actually get a lot more value out of hotels sometimes. Do you um, have a massive list that actually for a friend that I can pay for? So I can say, like, you said the map, I'm like, that's dope. If I know, like, yo, you know, my Amex goes from one point here to 10 points at, you know, Emirates, like, bet, I know that. Do you like, if you don't already have something we could pay for, one, you need to create it because it will make you a lot of money. And two, I'll be your first purchase. Um, as far as just like that whole map, it's free. It's available on the internet. I didn't make it. it Thr- Thrifty Traveler made it and Upgraded Points has one too. And yeah, it's just like, hey, what kind of points are you working with? How many do you have? And some of them don't transfer one to one. Like for example, city points will transfer to choice hotels at a one to two ratio. So if you have 80,000 city points, that's 160,000 choice hotel points, which by the way, are way nicer in Europe and Asia. When you think of choice hotels Mm -hmm. in the U.S., you're like, oh, do I even want to stay there? They're much nicer in other countries. Yeah. Get that link from you added to the show notes. Sounds good. Okay. And it's so fascinating because like, even like, I'm I'm like super basic rewards guy, right? But like when I book, use Amex and I book Kempton, where we stayed at in Miami most recently, like if you use, if you book it through Amex, fine resorts, whatever it's called, like I get like, free breakfast on both days. And I get like a hundred dollar credit on the, on the, at the hotel. And just like all this like little stuff that you just wouldn't get 
if I just would have booked it with another credit card or my debit card or whatever the case may be. And so it's just like, it's super fascinating. But my question now is to those people who, because you mentioned being immersed in the fire movement and, and reading all the blogs, right? Mm-hmm. To those people who would say like, who are maybe novices or don't understand this, like, well, credit cards are are, are bad and, and like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't use them. Obviously you've already explained and demystified that, but like, what would you say to those people who are just nervous? They're just like, I don't want to just be getting credit cards, be getting credit cards. I might end up messing things up or it might impact my credit. Like, what would you say to those people who are intrigued, but just a little on edge? Because like you said, when you first get introduced to it, it's like, is this a scam, right? Like, what would you say to those people? What's going on, guys? George Pong here, and I am the founder of Melanin Money, the number one brand for wealth builders of color. You know, I look at wealth building like a sport. In every sport, you got to have a uniform. And so what is the official uniform for wealth builders of color? That's where Melanin Money comes in. So if you go to MelaninMoney.com and use code MELANIN15, you'll get 15% off your order of the entire store. And I think you're going to absolutely love our latest additions, right? It's literally a um, productized emotion of what it feels like to build black wealth, right? But you get to wear it. Um, You get to share the world, like your hard work that you're doing on this journey of building wealth. And we can't wait for you to join Team Black Wealth by shopping melaninmoney.com. Start slow. You're going to see a lot of people like me who have more than 20 credit cards. That did not happen in one year. That's over multiple years. So if you are curious, start with one card. And also a good tip is to apply for that card right before you have a big spend that's coming up anyway. If you are remodeling your kitchen or have a down payment for your car or a tuition payment or something like, or, or a wedding, if you have a wedding coming up, your honeymoon could be free just by doing this. That's a bar. So, again. People miss that. That's a bar. Yeah. If you have a wedding coming up, you can get a credit card, pay for the whole wedding with that yeah. card, use the points to get your honeymoon for free. Yeah. Free honeymoon. I'm cheap. That's what's happening with me. Just be honest. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, so if you feel to be whoever you are, the honeymoon's already taken care of. Carter, you did tell us something? Chill out. Chill out. We're not going there right now. This is not <laughs> <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> so if you open the card right before a large plan spend anyway, then you don't have to think of, okay, well, how am I going to spend $3,000 in three months? And you don't want to be the person who has to end up buying $1,000 worth of junk on Amazon just to meet your minimum spend and get your points. If you're just opening the card before $3,000 you have to spend anyway, then you get free points. And yeah, weddings are generally more than $3,000. So you can actually do this across multiple cards. If you can like spread your payments out over through the whole year, then you're like, okay, like $3,000 budgeted for like, January through March, and then you open another card and you're like, okay, like this $3,000 of wedding expenses are going to hit us in March through June. So then you can budget it out that way and pre-plan when you're going to apply for your cards and how you're going to pay them off. So then it also does not feel nearly as overwhelming to get into the game. Got it. Quick question for you. So how does applying for these cards impact your credit uh, because some people might assume, right, that you're applying for multiple credit cards, going to ding your credit, bring your credit down. But I mean, I understand credit, so I understand how it all plays out. But to the person who's wondering, like, I would love to do this, but I don't want to mess up my credit score. What is your personal experience with that or just your knowledge on that in general? Yeah. So when you apply for a credit card, you're going to do a hard pull on your credit. So your score is going to go down a little bit. If you do the first two rules that we talked about at the beginning, so you're paying everything off in full then the biggest section of your credit um, score, which is your credit payment history, 35%, you're going to get an A plus there. So it's going to bounce right back up. And as you get more and more of these cards, your credit score is actually going to go way up because of a concept called utilization, which is the total amount of credit that you are using divided by the total amount of credit that you have. If you are applying for a lot of these credit cards and you're keeping your normal expenses in check, like you're not just buying more stuff because you have more credit cards, as long as you're like still spending like a normal person, but your amount of total credit available is going up because that denominator is going up. Your utilization percentage goes down. So your credit score goes up. So my credit score hovers around 800 most of the time. Just because- Credit cards, 800, what a flex. Yeah. You know, like like 800, you know? That's crazy, you know? Just hovers around, you know? Hovers. Yeah, yeah. So 
<laughs> business credit is a really hot topic right now. If y'all are out here in these wealth building streets, then you know business credit is like the big push right now. So when it comes to business credit versus personal credit, are you dealing with anything in the business credit realm? Do you teach people how to kind of mesh the two or what's your opinion there? So there is a bit of a difference between business credit and business credit cards. And I tend to deal more with business credit cards rather than getting a line of credit from your bank or anything else like that. So with business credit cards, this is where you can really up your game super fast because this is where the big signup bonuses are. Most of the personal ones are going to be like 50,000 points, 60,000 points, maybe up to 100,000. Business credit cards, you're getting 75,000 points, um, 150,000 points, 100,000 points. So this is where um, big, big bonuses come into play. The minimum spend is a little higher for these. So it does take a little bit more planning where you might get 150,000 points, but you have to spend $15,000. So definitely have a plan for that. Don't just jump in and be like, oh, I'm going to get this credit card. Oh my God, I have to spend $15,000. Like do not (laughs) suddenly spend $15,000. If you don't have it, don't just go buy a small car or something that you had no chance that you had no plans of buying. Um, That being said, there are a few business credit cards that are really good for people who are getting started with this. So Chase Inc. Business Cash has no annual fee and you get five points per dollar on internet, cable, phone, office supply stores. So Mm. there's a couple tricks with this. One, once you have this, call Chase and ask them to consolidate your business and personal accounts. That way, one, you only have to deal with one login and password, so it's less annoying. Two, you can transfer points from your Chase Inc. business cash to your Chase Sapphire preferred account and use all of that for travel. Otherwise, the Chase Inc. business cash is a cashback only card. But if you consolidate your stuff, you can pool all those points and use them for better travel. Um, So that's one cool trick. The second cool trick is gift cards. So if people are like, well, I need to go buy some business stuff from... I don't know, like you have to get your, your car done at AutoZone or something for your business car. And you're like, well, I don't have anything that earns a lot of points. Chasing business cash is five points per dollar at office supply stores like Staples. Even if you're like, I don't buy that many office supplies, you can go to Staples and buy gift cards to AutoZone or Jiffy Loop or wherever it is you need to get your car service. Then you're going to take those and go to the car maintenance place. Now you've just earned five points per dollar by adding in that extra step by going to Staples and buying the gift cards rather than if you had just gone straight to the mechanic. So by leveraging all of these different gift card tricks, you can like quintuple the amount of points that you're earning on any given purchase. On your way to AutoZone, you can stop at Staples, literally buy a thousand dollar gift card. I think I'll get your brakes and tire rotation. Because of the points rewards you get for shopping at Staples. Yo. What's, What's happening? So that's one of the cards that's really good. The Chasing Business Unlimited, if everybody was like, well, I just rewound this podcast episode three times. I still don't understand what just happened. Chasing Business Unlimited also has no annual fee, also has a really high signup bonus, and you just get one and a half points everywhere. So this is the one where if you're like, I don't want these shenanigans, I just want like a good card that like does pretty well and I don't have to think about it. Chasing Business Unlimited is a good one to get. And for anybody who's listening who does a lot of e-commerce stuff or buys a lot of ads, Chase Inc. Business Preferred earns three points per dollar on internet, shipping, and online ads. So if you have, George, the the merchandise store, the the clothing store, or if you're running a lot of ads for Melon and Money, this one will get you a lot of points really quickly. Duly noted. I like it. I like it. So... For those, I think for people who are listening, who are like, oh, that's a lot of work. Why would I stop? That's too much. I just want the shortcut. I think we need to remind y'all that being poor is really expensive and building wealth. I've noticed being around my wealthiest of wealthiest friends, they don't actually pay for anything. Like they never pay for anything. They are always they always have some kind of a life hack. Either they know somebody who knows somebody or they know a trick or they just have accumulated enough points from like their business or something that it's like, oh, okay, I don't have to pay for anything. So what is your best word of advice to somebody who feels like stuck? Like, oh, this is too complicated. I know you said start small, 
But what is that like one piece of inspiration for somebody who's maybe rewinded this three times and is listening to it again, trying to pick it up? What is that one word of inspiration you would give them? That you don't have to do all of the weird like gift card things right off the bat. Even if you're just getting a sign-up bonus here or there and you're just focused on sign-up bonuses and you're like, all right, well, after I get the sign-up bonus, I'll just stick the card in a drawer and then move on to the next one. Just spend like $5 on it every six months to make sure you're not shut down due to inactivity. But if all you can process right now is sign up bonus. That's all you can deal with for three months. And then like three months from now, you're like, okay, next sign up bonus. Then that will get you 80-20 rule. That'll get you most of the way. If the only word you get out of this is sign up bonus. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have a personal financial advisor that you could ask questions to, to help you navigate, you know, spending decisions, help you, you know, figure out investments that make sense for you to help you achieve financial success. Well, you no longer have to wonder that because we created that inside the Melanin Millionaires Club with our flagship feature, Pocket Advisor. With Pocket Advisor, it's just like it sounds. You have an advisor right in your pocket where you can ask a real expert, real questions in real time to help you navigate your journey towards financial success. So if you want to learn more about that, click the link in the show notes, go to melaninmoney.com forward slash pocket advisor to learn how you can get an advisor in your pocket for less than $2 a day. Yeah, I think it's like anything else, right? It's like you go to a conference and you learn, you went in this session and this session and all this and all this, take away something, right? Don't be paralyzed by all of the possibilities, that's a bar, paralyzed by possibilities. Anyways, uh, don't be paralyzed by all the possibilities and take away one key gem from what she shared, right? And so I have a two-part question for you. Number one, what is what has been the most epic uh, points experience that you've had so far? Like, oh my gosh, like this was amazing. I can't believe I got this for free. It should be illegal, right? And then two, what is on your bucket list, right? What is the next thing that like, I got my eye on that, and I can't wait to, to be able to experience this book for free. So that whole Greece trip was really nice where we got all of that for free. But what I'm looking forward to, um, so we're going to Germany in August and we're flying Singapore business on the way there. But on the way back, we're flying Singapore suites, which is their first class. And by suites, it's like a bedroom. And you, I will connect my room to my husband's room. So it's like two people's bedrooms. It's like a small apartment on a plane. And they will give you your choice of champagne and caviar. They give you like Lalique brand pajamas, which are apparently super comfy. And it's supposed to be one of the most luxurious things ever. But I also am really into hotels, actually more than I'm into flying so we can talk about status in a little bit because you, you mentioned fine hotels and resorts and different cool things you get with status. But for my husband's birthday, we went to the Park Hyatt, New York, and it was just a staycation. But this probably would have been more than $2,000 if we just paid for it out of pocket. So I had a free night certificate um, because I had status. I got upgraded. It was in this suite and the toilet was one of those fancy Japanese toilets that basically like sings to you and like flushes automatically and like knows when to go up and down. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the bed, you had like iPads to control your side. And in the morning, instead of like an alarm clock, it wakes you by like gently like waving you on the bed. And they gave us champagne and these chocolate covered strawberries were sprinkled with gold foil because that's the level of fancy that they are at the Park Hyatt. And because we had status, uh, we got breakfast for free. So that would have probably been like $50 a person to eat yeah. at the Park Hyatt. So that one was really, really nice too. And also this November, we're going to go to the Alila Ventana Big Sur, which is on the California coastline. It retails for $3,000 a night, I think. And we did all this on points. It's all inclusive. And it's just like supposedly the best nature getaway ever. And I applied a sweet upgrade to that. So I'm very, very excited for that trip in November. Wow. Quick question, right? And to Carter's point, if you haven't thought about doing this at some point, maybe you should consider doing it. Are there people that currently exist who like they, you can somehow give them access to like your credit card stuff and like they will organize it all for you and make sure that your trips and stuff get booked and you maximize your points. 
Because if that doesn't exist, it should exist. Not to say that people obviously can't do it on their own, but I know people that would pay to have somebody like do that for them, right? Or have an agency or company desk. Maybe in your next in your next stack, if you ever decide to do something like that. I mean, oh my god, like this this is blowing my mind. Like a three thousand dollar a night trip, and it's paid for with points. This is just, I mean, this is crazy. It's almost like you can reverse engineer it, like. You can predict how much money you're going to save people, and then your fee is a fraction of the amount of money that you're going to save them if they listen to you. So, so now she has to train my assistant first before <laughs> her price goes up. Chill out, chill out, okay? okay. Because <laughs> fair enough. Um, fair enough. Uh, pause, pause it there. I'm not. What's the last thing you heard? Um, what's the last thing you heard? Um, charge a percentage of how much you can save them. Oh yeah, like um, I mean, this is just so fascinating. I, I mean, this is. Like, you, I mean, you literally save, you save a ton of money, right? When you do this the right way and take the time to understand. Oh. I just like people would pay big dollars to like, yeah. which maybe is counterproductive, but we'll pay big dollars to have some money. <laughs> right. So my question is at this stage in the game for you and your husband, do you guys spend like as much as you can on your credit cards and pay them off every month? Or how are you guys managing that process now? So we do a lot of charity donations uh, at this point. So that's how I meet minimum spends is I actually donate a lot of GeoBreeze stuff. So I'll just like wait until I need a new credit card and then like drop $3,000. And that's how I meet my minimum spends. Obviously not everybody is in that kind of position, but that's how we meet a lot of ours. And that's how I get a lot of my status. But speaking of status, there's a couple quick ways to do that. You don't have to be staying in hotels all the time, a lot of the credit cards will actually come with automatic status. So like the Hilton Aspire, you get automatic top tier Hilton Diamond status. If you have the Capital One Venture X, you get top tier rental car status with Hertz. So you can just walk onto the lot and drive whatever car you want. If you are a business owner, um, so the top tier status with Hyatt is called globalist status. Normally you need to spend 60 nights in Hyatt over the course of the year to get that. But if you are a business owner with a Hyatt business credit card, if you have $120,000 of expenses anyway, and you put that on the Hyatt business card, then you just get globalist. You basically pay your way to globalist because they will give you like a certain number of elite night credits every time you spend a certain amount of money. And the math mm -hmm. works out to $120,000. You can also do this with American Airlines, where if you have $200,000, you can get executive platinum, which is top tier, and then you get upgraded on your American Airlines flights. Or if you spend $125,000, you can get um, platinum pro status with American Airlines. So just by having these credit cards and putting your spend on them, you can work your way towards status where with Hyatt Globalist, you get a lot of cool perks. You get free breakfast for you and people traveling with you. You get late checkout until 4 p.m., you don't have to pay like resort fees if you're staying in the Bahamas or anything like that. No resort fees, no parking fees, none of that. And a really cool thing is you get to do what's called guest of honor bookings. So if I have globalist status and I want to take my parents somewhere or I want to book a hotel room for them, if I book it out of my account, even if I'm not traveling with them, they're treated as though they have globalist status too. So if you're a business owner wow. with globalist status and you're making bookings for people who are like your sales team or something, they're all treated like they have status, even if they don't actually stay at Hyatt's that much. So guest of honor bookings are great. Okay. Okay. So dude, like, like I knew getting her on here was going to be like one of the best episodes for me and she is not disappointing. So now my question asking for a friend again, you mentioned status and I believe that building a relationship with, you know, one you know, what, what airline or hotel is, is, is important. And, you know, as far as getting statuses, if you had to pick your top two hotels to get status with and your top two airlines to work on status with, who would they be? And then what is the one car you would get if you had to start over? You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. So 
I would definitely pick Hyatt status. They're the best hotel right now because they still have rooms that are booked on category. So you always know this one's going to be 12,000 points or you know it's generally going to be like 20,000 points. Whereas all of the other hotel chains, major ones, Hilton, IHG, and Marriott, they're revenue-based. So the number of points that you're charged is based off of the cash price. So it's harder to get outsized value when it's directly proportional. So I would definitely say Hyatt. And then the secondary one, I have Marriott status. I don't love them. It's just easy for me to get because I have a couple Marriott credit cards. But Hilton status with Diamond is actually a lot more useful. And you can get that really easily with just the Hilton Aspire card. Hilton Aspire, that's a business card. Hilton Aspire is a personal card. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then on gems. for airline status, if you have a partner that you travel with, Southwest Companion Pass status is fantastic because you get buy one, get one free flights for up to two years. You have to make sure you time this correctly. So the strategy is you have to earn 125,000 points in a year, like a calendar year. If you apply for your credit cards in November and December, and then you gain your 125,000 points in November or December, you only get the buy one, get one free for the two months and then the calendar year after. But if you wait and meet and like you cross the 125 threshold in January or February, then you get like 11 months of buy one, get one and the entire next year. So it's like a whole year difference of buy one, get one. So this one's really, really popular for families. And the strategy is you get one Southwest business card. The sign-up bonus is normally 80,000 and then a personal. Those sign-up bonuses are about 40,000. And then you'll get yeah. the other 5,000 just from meeting the minimum spend anyway. So Southwest is going to be the best one. And I have not done a lot with the other airline statuses. They're not, the benefits are not that great domestically, but I do have magically gold status with Singapore Airlines, which got me Star Alliance gold. So that's been really, really useful for getting into United Club access. And uh, in Greece, it came in handy just with Star Alliance for Aegean Airlines that we were flying when we were doing island hopping. So I would look into that as well. Yeah. So, well, first and foremost, something that we say often on this podcast or just amongst our peer group is that the most expensive thing in the world is the cost of not knowing, right? I want, I'm, I'm doing mental gymnastics on how much money I've spent that I didn't have to, if I would have known a no. fraction of the information that I learned on today's podcast. That's the first thing. The second thing I want to say is I almost feel like that would be like a cool calculator, right? Like to show like, like how much money you end up saving by implementing these strategies right in the calendar year like of course it would vary from person to person but like i think like to just for people to really wrap their head around like you need to learn this stuff right like you need to not be intimidated because this is literally how much money you're losing right by not understanding this or the experiences that you're missing out on by not knowing how to do stuff this is i mean this is i know i'm gonna personally i don't always go back and listen to all our podcasts but i'm going back and listen to this one I think another thing that really costs people from not knowing is like outside of the world of points and sign-up bonuses and all that, a lot of these credit cards come with trip protections. And so some people like this weekend, Delta's already just like thrown in the towel for July 4th weekend. They're like, hey, if anybody wants to take like a flight voucher now, we just know that we're going to cancel a lot of flights. Their, their Twitter is sad and hilarious. It's hilarious for me. It's sad for anybody who's actually flying Delta this weekend. But these credit cards come with trip protections. So if you have your flight canceled or delayed overnight, you can get like $500 per person on your trip. So if you're a family of four, you can get $2,000 covered for like food and hotel that night if you're stranded because you can't get home. You're like, well, we're stuck in Miami. We can't get home. We can't continue on. Chase will pay you $2,000. You just have to make sure you keep all of your receipts and stuff to get reimbursed. But for food and if you, if they lose your luggage, the airline, then you can get reimbursed for lost baggage, get some clothes, go shopping with those different trip protections. So the cost of not knowing that is high because you might not even know that you are able to get reimbursed for when 
things hit the fan, what, which they do yeah. all the time now for travel. And who do you who do you wow. reach out to? So your flight, you know, your flight gets delayed four hours, or it gets canceled to the next day, and tell you to go get a room. Do you just go spend the money and then reach out to like Chase, the the, the credit card company, and tell them what happened and then give them the receipts, or do you go to the airline? Um, I would go to the airline first, and but they're probably going to say no because airlines just say no these days. So then I would call Chase and be like, hey, here's the situation. What paperwork are you going to need to get this reimbursed? And so that way you're collecting the paperwork along the way. You don't want to just go spend $600 and be like, pay me back. And they're like, well, you have to fill out this form. And you're like, I didn't collect that from the hotel. So I would call them and say, hey, Chase, here's the situation. We're delayed. I'm going to need to use the trip protections. What do I need to turn into you later to get reimbursed? And then they'll walk you through the process of make sure you have all of these different receipts and fill out this form online. Wow. Wow. That's all you can really say. Um, I mean, this is, this is game changing money saving, uh, information. Uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm intrigued. I'm excited. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to start really taking it more advantage, uh, which I should have been doing honestly, um, of all of this. This is just crazy, crazy to me in, in the best way possible. Yeah, I think it's a reminder of how much power we have as consumers, because I think a lot of times we think, oh, we're just supposed to take like whatever is handed to us. Like in my case, I had um, it took Delta like an hour and a half to get my bag off of the flight because they were short on like staff or whatever their reasons were. I don't really care. It took an hour and a half to get my bag at my destination. So I go up to them and I'm like, yo, this is a problem. Like, what's going on? And they were like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll compensate you. We'll send you 20,000 flight miles, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So as a consumer, you really have more power than you realize. Because the lady was there like, look, I'm going to let you in on a secret. I'm going to give you these points to compensate you for this. So I think we forget that as consumers, we have a lot of power. And I think this is one of the ways that we can exercise that power, especially with the delayed flights, because flying right now is insane. Every time I've flown in the last like two months, my flight has been delayed. And I'm just thinking about how much more money and how many more points I would have if I had known that I was able to have access to this. It's almost like going back to like, you know, if you have a job, right? And they say, always negotiate your offer. I think as consumers, to Jacqueline's point, we just we just take what we can get, right? It's just like, oh, well, this is it is what it is. My flight's delayed. My bag isn't here. And we don't realize like, no, that's not okay, right? And if you use certain cards, uh, you have even more bargaining chips uh, to be able to get incentives and things of that nature. So just like, be, I think the, the, the big takeaway is be inquisitive, right? Like ask yourself, is there a better way to do this? Can I get this for cheaper? Can I get it for free? Are there some perks? Instead of just, I need to travel to Florida and I'm staying here and I'm flying here. Ask yourself those questions. I think that's the, that's almost like the catalyst. And then that's how you can reverse engineer. It's like, okay, well, I'm going here. What credit card company gives you benefits for spending money here and using this airline? And I think like that, even just that ideology can help you uh, start, start this journey. So, um, I mean, I would say I don't have any more questions. That would be a lie. But I think if I asked all my questions, we'd be here for another two hours. So <laughs> that being said, Carter, Jacqueline, do you have any last questions that you guys want to ask um, Julia before we head out of here? Yeah, I mean, if people want to like, you know, just tap in with you and learn more, uh, what offerings do you have for the, for the people? And I know people are going to listen to this like, yo, all right, I need to tap in with her. Like, what would you tell them to start? Is it your podcast? Is it... Let us know where you think they should start if they want to tap in with you. Yeah, podcast episode one is going to be like points and miles 101 of what is this even? And then going on from there and listening to episodes that you would find interesting just based off of the title. A lot of them are based on specific destinations that you might want to go to. Um, Instagram is where you're going to find me hanging out most of the time. I also have a highlight reel that says start here. So that'll link you to all of the different resources, mostly the free resources, Sign up for the newsletter. Um, I have the free hotel upgrade template that you can download. So another mm. trick that people don't know about, you can write to hotels in advance, especially if you're celebrating a honeymoon or an anniversary or birthday or something. And 
just use the template that I have linked for free on my Instagram. And I'm selling a, I'm celebrating a honeymoon every time I travel now. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be surprised how many anniversaries people have in a year when they start doing this. Um, but yeah, that's a good resource for people. If you are curious on like, Hey, what's the best credit card for me? Because here's my personal situation with like businesses or personal or cards you already have. I do free credit card consultations at com slash consultations. They are free. Um, if you have questions on like best ways to redeem points and stuff, that's where I start charging. But also, please note, never apply for a credit card through Google. Like always use somebody's affiliate links or somebody's referral links because if you apply through Google, the banks don't have to pay anybody and the banks have enough money. And that is how a lot of creators are able to give out so much of this content for free is we're mostly paid through people using our affiliate links. So if anybody is interested in credit cards, my links are at geobreezetravel.com slash cards. Simple enough. Well, I feel like we owe you for this. I feel like this should be a private podcast, but you know, Hey, you know, thank God for generous people like you who share this phenomenal game freely so that our listeners uh, you know, whether you're in the Melanin Millionaires Club or not, can get some really, really impactful gems. And, you know, sad, I, don't, I, I don't know if it's sad to say, but, you know, I think you're going to see an influx of listeners because you're going to take all of our listeners because they're like, well, I don't know what Carter, George, and Jackson was talking about, but I'm about to go in on learning these points. But now I'll just say, guys, definitely tap in with her podcast. Um, she's provides so much game in on the podcast, on Instagram, everywhere. But her growth is reflective of that because of the value that she provides. And so we're so grateful that you took time to hang out with us virtually. Can't wait to see you in person again. It's been, I guess, since September, right? Of last year. Uh, so we can't wait to hang out with you again sometime soon. And uh, thank you just so much for all the valuable insights that you shared. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was great. We appreciate awesome. you. Until next thank time, you. guys. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.